my name is Rico, the Dungeon Master for Season 3, The Restoration of the Twelve Olympians. This season, we'll find our heroes traveling back to the lands of Eris and Enyo with Inharmonia as they adventure through and see what they have accomplished and completed by restoring the three fabled relics, the Sickle of Kronos, the Golden Apple of Discord, and the Robe and Necklace of Harmonia. We'll start with Deborah. I am Deborah, and I am playing a human rogue named Neith. Her name is Neith. And I'm Matt, playing a dragonborn monk named Ari Futan. And I'm Daphne, and I play Gilsira Venfire, who is a halfling druid. And my name is Rico. I am the dungeon master for season three of the campaign. Do you have a diary, Deborah? I do. Who's ready for? Deborah's Diary. Dear Diary, in our last episode, our party has had a nice long rest in the magnificent mansion. Fucking face-hugging crawdads. <laughs> with sun shining only in their town, in the town that they are in. However, there is still much awfulness on the outside. There is still that white funnel of souls in the distance. Gelsira is denied a prayer wheel, <laughs> while Martell does push-ups. The party finally gets on their steeds and moves towards the capital. On their way, they see half-rotten bears and beasts gnawing on bones, but overall get left alone. They come to a fork in the road, more of a trident, <laughs> but continue decide to continue going forward across a bridge um, that goes over a green stream. Gelsira tries to cast Control Water, and nothing happens. Gelsira then transforms everyone into clouds, and they end up getting pushed down the stream. Neath prays and moves against the wind. Ari, Martel, and Karga dematerialize and blow the clouds back. Gelsira turns into an eagle, and everyone ends up going right back to where they started. Neith goes ahead and she decides to take the lead and t- starts taking her horse across the bridge, which turns into hands and gnashing teeth. It's a mimic. And they're trying to get Neith, but oh, with her decks, she's able to cross the bridge. <clears throat> the mimic rears up and Martel basically just shield bashes the mimic into oblivion. The party continues to head down the road where they find a bunch of zombies attacking a wagon. Neith explodes 47 zombies with one of her arrows. Martell wholly smites a bunch of the torsos that were the result of the explosion. Neith then sets the torsos on fire. Gelsira explodes 42 zombies with radiant damage. And Ari burns and punches a bunch of zombies. Let's see if our party can get through this horde of zombies before they overtake the wagon and the people inside of it. In this episode of Some Would Play. That was a pretty good diary right there. I, I feel like I made up for my last one. Sober diaries are really, really good. Yeah. 
They're better, yeah. So it is the top of the turn. Hell yeah. And Martel is just going to run into the horde of zombies and begin swinging his cudgel wildly around to possibly kill as many as he can. And he is going to miss. Nope. He's going to hit with his first attack. And he's going to do 2d6. There's 5. That's 11 plus a d4. 14 more damage as he Babe Ruth's zombies' heads away from the carriage and pushes deeper into the wall. 14? Not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all, good sir. And then he's going to take his extra attack and continue to swing. Hey, that's even better. He's going to hit for another one, two, three damage. Two (laughs) D6 and a D4. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Does he get to add his ability modifier to that damage? Eight damage. Better. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here to help. (laughs) Appreciate that. Only, only... The good guys, though. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And that is Martel's turn. It is Neath's turn. Turns out zombies take a negative ability to their damage rolls. (laughs) I would like to take another one of my explosive arrows. Let's go, champ. But what I want to do is kind of do one of those, shoot it up so it'll make an arc and then land in the horde in the behind the wagon. I love that. You should also though definitely do more of those fire grenades that may or may not work. This is kind of the perfect opportunity to find out if they do or do not work. So you want an arc and arrow over the top of the coach and hit zombies in the back? Heaven yeah, because Ari is to the right, mm-hmm, correct? Mm-hmm. And, and Martel a... just went forward, yep. right? So yes, I want to hit the back. Ari's going right, Super good. Saiyan. Go ahead, give it a shot. No. That was not meant to be a pun. Nah. <laughs> I'm going to d- use luck. You should. Oh, man, you keep it on the I am not sheet. rolling well I, tonight. I write all this crazy stuff on each notepad page. I have to like, copy the stuff over every Ooh, time. Ooh, that was much, much better. Okay, so 23. That will hit. How much AC do these zombies got? I'm going to find out by rolling low. Are those zombies surprised by an arrow coming so them surprised. from? No. Because there has already been rounds. They're like, oh shit, people are exploding everywhere. I bet we're next. Five damage. Did you add your ability score modifier to Wait a minute, what do I do? You add your ability score modifier to damage. Your dex modifier plus something. Whichever ability you're using, yeah. So. Oh, so then yeah, Firing plus four. Text. What did I say? So nine? It's bad. Nine damage. Every little bit counts. No, I'm I'm fine. Every little I'm zombie like, yeah. dead is another zombie dead, I'm baby. I'm not arguing if you say I can add more. It's like I'm telling Elijah, like, step one. That's what it starts with. You got to just move forward. So enough zombies have thinned out. There's maybe only like a wall or two now what? around this cavern. But unfortunately, one of the knights has fallen <gasps> under... A horde of these zombies. Well, you know, I mean, when you sign up to be a knight, you know what you're... Yeah, and they begin to crawl over him and begin to gnaw and bite and chew at the armor and exposed flesh and 
eat off fingers are, and are they cl- is that one any close to any of us no fuck no he's on the left side where the radiant sun circle was oh okay so that's on you jelly go save him <laughs> <laughs> you're taking the left and he lets out a cry in pain as zombie teeth gnash into his flesh and tender bits and you can hear gurgling and see blood splurting is it is it dark What's it is the what's the lighting enough. situation like here? Uh, probably low light. Dim. Yeah, it's dim. I mean, it was dark enough for you to shadow jump. So, well, I figured I could find a shadow somewhere. Well, there's a whole shadow under the whole ass wagon. Hell yeah. So, and I, then I, the I, shadows in the back of the wagon, and I, the shadows in between the horses, and then the shadow that Martell is casting. From his massive frame, yeah, yeah, the shadows from your fire that you have cast, like any any shadow, really is. I could probably jump over and help him out when it's yeah. my turn. I mean, he might be dead, but we need to form up the ranks there. Uh, it is Ari's turn this time, not Jelly's turn. It is Ari's <laughs> turn. Oh shit! Yeah, so I'll shadow step over to where that dude is. I assume he's within sixty feet. Yeah, he's just on the other side of the wagon. Yeah, so, oh, can I see him then? I think I have to be able to see the spot I shadow jump to. Oh, right. No, you wouldn't be able to see him. Well, he's fucked. <laughs> um, I guess I'll just start punching through zombies around me. Just start doing some more. Sweet. Have at it. Doing some more damage, trying to do some shit up. Well, that's not bad at all. Uh, 28 to hit. Yeah, that yeah that's, that's going to hit. <laughs> <laughs> 12 damage on that one. I'm just going to write Okie dokie. I will also have to keep track over here on the side. Bonus unarmed strike. Nat 20. Nice. <laughs> nice. Champ. That's, um, that's going to hit. And I can just roll the damage twice. Mm-hmm. Or, okay. 19 damage. Got it. Extra attack. 17 to hit. That'll hit. Nice. 12 damage. Nice little average you got going on here. Good grouping. 12, 19, 12. It's not, go- it's not going bad. Flurry of Blows. 14 to hit. That'll miss. Okay. Second, second flurry. Good luck. That's much better. Uh, 27. That'll hit. 10 damage. Nicely done. 53 total. 53, yep. With your fist? I'm just flying around the battlefield, just punching the shit out of... The wall has thinned out considerably. You have now made it to the knights on your side of the wagon. What up, chaps? And they cheer, and they say, we must get to the other side of the wagon. Let's do that. Then they fuck off around, uh, one goes around to the front, where Martel is and the coachman, the other the other few go to the back to try and shore up the back where Nice explosive arrow just recently hit. Do I see that they go to the back? Yeah. Ah, oh, damn, okay. <laughs> Your turn, Jelly. Were you hoping to kill them on accident? Uh, yeah. Well, not kill them, but... That was a lot of damage, dude. That I was, was gonna, 53. I was going to throw a grenade back there. Mm. I'm saying, now, you know, if I know I just got to do damage, it's all fisticuffs. Okay, so on the left of the wagon, um, so I'm behind the wagon, and then on the left, how how many zo- like does it look like there's still thick zombies over there? 
Yeah, there's roughly 51 left on the left side. Are they kind of in a line? <laughs> I mean, where they I'm, are from where I'm standing? Uh, an amoeba of moving around horde of undead. Okay. Use black hole. So what I'd like to do is uh, I'd like to cast Sunbeam this time and not Sunburst because this is more of a straight line. But I'd like to cast it. Um, so the knight's on the ground, right? The one that they're they they were. There's attacking. one on the ground. There are still others that are standing up and fighting. Okay, so the zombies. I'd like to cast it around head level to where the zombies are. It's a five foot radius, so that way it won't <laughs> affect the knight on the ground. Well, the knight on the ground is dead. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, wow. It's the matter. knights that are standing up fighting within that amoeba of zombies you would need to worry about. Okay. Well, I'm just going to cast it at the zombies in like as thick and like, um, and I want to aim for where I see the most. The thickest. Yeah. Pack. Like the most density. Yeah, absolutely. So That's smart. So you don't sunbeam off the heads of the knights. Right. Exactly. Nice. And then this is a, uh, some knights. basically anything. It's a 60 foot line, like just like a straight line from my magnifying glass. And anything in that line has to make a con save, and undead have disadvantage against it. Roll two nat twenties. Nope, I rolled a four and a seven. Okay, so I do sixty-eight radiant damage, and anything in that line gets affected by mm-hmm. it. Ooh. Got a rolling tray. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh, good looking out. Thirty damage. Hell yeah! Nice. Hell yeah! How many knights died? So there is a womp that resounds from Daphne's direction as a light beam of sun explodes from her palm and magnifying glass. And like a straight laser beam sears off the top portion of zombies' heads as they fall over with their brains and their tongues spilling out of the hole of gross. the top of their cranium. Yeah, super nasty. Zombies are gross as shit. Yeah, zombies fighting undead is pretty fucking gross. They're Not even scarier than enough. that face hugger in our basement. It is a dead craw. <laughs> it's a face hugger. Um, you it, have a dead crawdad. Oh. Uh, uh, by the basement window. How did it even get in there? That's, what I, was, in that's there. what I was wondering. God, Satan, actually. <laughs> The unholy child of a lobster and a spider. Disgusting. Um, also, do I see any of the knights from where I'm standing? Yeah, you can see a bunch of the knights from where you're standing. Do, do any of them look like they're kind of hurt? The one on the ground being gnawed <laughs> looks severely hurt. The others seem to be doing okay. Okay, I'm I'm gonna... On a scale of one to ten, they're probably at about a uh, six. Wow, they suck. Hmm. What? <laughs> I think they're doing pretty okay, man. Okay. All right. I mean, probably would not have been had you guys not shown up. But... Yeah, we're the best. Heroes, they say in the legends. Tick, tick, Uh-oh. tick. Shit. Okay, I'm done. All right. <clears throat> it is Martel's turn, since we're back to the top of the order. Not to... Nope, never mind. What? Does the zombies get a turn? Yes. Okay. On their turn on the tick down, other knights are dying. Oh, okay, cool. Fuck those knights. Yeah. In those days, boom, roasted. I mean, they they could turn and fight you guys that are tearing them up, or they could just keep fighting the knights that have a sword and a shield that aren't empowered with magic. I do. I like like that they keep their backs to us. That's good. Mm -hmm. It's important for their downfall. Bring it on, bitches. What's Martel doing? Another holy smite? No. I mean, he could, but he's not 
gonna. Thunderwave? No, I didn't prepare any of his spells, and I'm really stupid for not preparing any of his spells. He should do, uh, what are some other nonsense words that sound paladin-y? <laughs> Sun- he is going to cast haste on you. Nice. Who, me? Yep. Nice. I get six extra attacks. And then he is going to take his extra attack because you are definitely going to out damage him without Rico preparing any of his spells because Rico's a big fat dummy. Oh, just, just, uh, just. He is going to crit. Uh, so that's 46 and 2d4. 3, 7, 13. Hey, 19, 23, 27. He is going to kill. Another 27 zombies. So you hear, Ari, from your left, a small prayer to Hades. And then your fist and body is surrounded by a goldish purple glow. As you can feel the blood in your veins begin to quicken. And everything now looks like it's going in slower motion as zombies are swinging at people. It seems like their sw- their swings are a little bit slower. Nice. Like the speed of combat for you from your perception has, like it'd be like Quicksilver running through the I'm X Mansion. Um, uh, so yes, he cast haste on you for his first action. I he just sped you up. I just did an eight ball of cocaine. <laughs> And um, you can see the the purplish golden fire around your fist, and you can see a purpley glowish, a purple golden haze um, overcome your vision. Nice. You have been blessed by haste from Hades, because <laughs> Martell is a Hades of or a Hades, <laughs> a paladin of Hades. He's a Hades of paladin. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Is it my turn then? Um, no, it's Neath's turn. She's got a 22. Nice. Kill it, Neath. I forgot Martell had haste. I was looking right here. It's like, oh, he's got Misty Step and haste and banishment and old monster and Bane. I forgot he's got like spells. I'm about to damage the shit up. Can I hold my turn? You can hold your turn. I want to hold my turn. All right. Uh, Ari, it's I'm, your turn. I'm going to find the next cluster. Where's a cluster? Should I like somersault over the caravan? You could probably fly over the caravan and land into a horde of zombies. There is a horde. Well, there's none in front of you. Yeah. There is a horde at the back, a horde at the left, and a horde in the front. So your entire right side is now free of zombies. Nice. All right. So, uh, and nobody's nobody's dealing with the front, or are they? Martel is dealing with the front, Martel's and the coachmen are dealing with the front. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna fly over the carriage to the left side. And start fucking shit up. Congrats. You use your move action to jump up over the carriage and slam down into the ground of the writhing mass of zombies. What up, shitballs? And the knights around you, they look like they're slowly swinging their swords into heads of zombies. That's a really cool visual. That's what I've always wanted haste to look like. 24 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Oh, their AC has gone down another 10. Okay. Nine damage. Okay. Bonus unarmed strike. That's a nat 20. Hello, champ. Hi. How are you? Doing great. Fuck yeah. I just wrote Martell cast haste on Martell. <laughs> <laughs> nope. 
forgot Martel had haste. 26 damage on that punch. That's a good crit. Nat 20, baby. Yep. Uh, extra attack. 17 to hit. You can't not hit these guys with your guys' proficiency bonus. Fuck. You guys can stop just rolling to hit. Their AC oh, at this point yeah. in time is like nine. 17 damage on that yeah. one. You guys have thinned out the horde considerably. There is. Let's use my haste attack. 25% of the horde left. Oh, so I don't have to roll to hit. Haste attack. What's your proficiency modifier right now? Plus, five. Plus five? Yeah. Even if you were, like, I guess you could miss if you won it, but that's stupid because that's not fun for the story. Plus another 10 damage there. So I guess you could still roll to see if you crit. Do you want to roll to see if you crit? I didn't. Okay. Okay. Uh, was that, that was my haste attack. That was haste, yeah. So Floria blows. Let's roll to see if I crit. I did not crit, but 20. It doesn't hurt. You can't, you can't miss, so you might as well roll to see if you can crit. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, 14 damage on that one. Jesus, I'm doing a ton of damage. Yeah, Haste will do that. Yeah, it didn't crit, but 20 to hit again. 10 damage. Whew. So that's 9 plus 26 plus 17 plus 10 plus 14 plus 10. Jesus Christ. Uh, 75? Uh, it's more than that, I think. 9, 26, 17, 14, 10? 30, so okay. what? No, 10, 14, 10. So 9 plus 26 is what, 35? 35. Plus 17 is 52? Yep. Plus, plus 10 is 62. Plus 14 is 76. Plus 10 is 86. 86. I missed that other 10. Nice. 86 damage. So what everybody else sees on the rear and the left side of the wagon or a wind of badassery. Is a red blur of movement followed by large flashes of purple golden key strikes. And it sounds like far away thunder as each fist and knee pummels into undead flesh. And where you see the flash of red, there is a body either kicked in half or exploded from the inside out. <laughs> and you guys see Ari standing on the left side of the wagon with blood and entrails dripping off of the claws and the fangs of his dragon skull helmet with no more zombies at the back end or the left end, and just a few in the front, Jelsira, that you very likely can finish off. Okay, I'd like to run uh, 30 feet to where I can see the zombies in front. You could always see the zombies in front. You're standing back there with Neith. See them with your eyeballs. Oh, I thought, okay. Yes. Because you, your your sun magic was a spot that you pinpointed off to the left. Hmm. Then you laser sun to the straight. You've always been able to see them into the front. Oh, okay. The only ones you could not see were the ones in the rear. I see. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, uh, the rear. so I can actually, so the sunbeam is actually concentration, so I could make a new line without having to burn a new spell slot. So I'd like, All to, right. I'd like to do another <laughs> one uh, to where I can see the, the most number of zombies, but also where it's not going to affect any of the knights or the stagecoach or. So you want to move around to the side so you can get the beam perpendicular to the stagecoach? Right. Yeah, you can do that in 30 mm. feet. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, that's what I like to do. All right, roll your damage. Uh, well, it's not a roll. It's just they have to 
Oh, that's right. Well, no, you they they are going to fail their constitution save. Okay. So don't you just roll your damage? No, it, it oh, you're right. 68. 68 here you need Oh, I I have an I have a d8. You want to I got a couple. Two, Ooh, I've got 3. 15 uh, 18, 23, 24. So Jelsira moves or circles <clears throat> around to the left. She angles her magnifying glass. <clears throat> and as she angles the magnifying glass, the beam follows it like a lightsaber up into the air away nice. from the coach and points it back down. And there is a hum in the air as it cuts down into the zombies <clears throat> as you would expect a lightsaber to do <clears throat> and as they are facing the front of the coach the beam slices them in half nice. but like a front half and a back half as the front collapses forward and the back collapses forward. Not cut in half like you're standing up straight and then you've got a top and a bottom, but cut in half like it cuts you in half front and back ways. <laughs> <clears throat> like from the shoulders. That's gruesome. <clears throat> nice. As I, like, I like that visual. I do too. As the flesh begins to sizzle and bubble from third degree, fourth degree, nth degree sunburn. <laughs> yeah, I'll never get an erection again. <laughs> as... Uh, sunlight burns through the last remaining zombies, and then the knights begin to cheer, and then the coachman begins to cheer, and they begin clanging their swords on their shields, and the knights in the back begin to calm the women and the children, and there is much rejoicing. Nice. Can we like talk to the people? Be like, "What's your deal? Why are yeah, you on you this sure road?" Can. I, I, um, since the spell is still going on, I just put my magnifying glass and put it straight up in the air and just cast a sun sunbeam just straight up, like a victory. That is thing. chaotic. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do. And Josira casts her sunbeam into the sky to kind of give the people some hope. But all the zombies are dead. All four hundred of the zombies are dead. All zombies dead. Would you like to know how many ticks you had left on your timer? Yes. That you had two ticks left after Josiah's last turn there. It would have been the last turn before they were overrun. Let's go, champ. Oh, All right, I pop in and I'm uh, talking to the... So I'm on I'm on the left side now? Yeah, you're on the left side. Okay, so I, I just want to find some like knights nearby and be like, so what happened here? Why are you guys on this road? What's going on? Oh, we were fleeing our town. A horrible plague has overcome it, and we remaining survivors were escaping the plague. Oh, were they coming this way, or? The, yeah, the opposite direction where you guys were going. Oh, okay, so okay, so you, how, how far away is your town back that way? Oh, probably about a half a day's ride. Half a day's ride, okay. Yeah, just another, just another four or five miles up the way. Nope, longer than that. About another ten miles up the way. Okay. Okay, well, we're probably going to head that way and, and solve the problem. Do you want to come back, or... No, all of us be no, fun. none of us are immune to pestilence or plague, so we're we're going to not go back where, at the moment. Where are you guys going? We were gonna go to the other side of the river into into Harmonia. Oh, not Harmonia. God, um, Eris. Thank you. 
Into into Eris. That that's that's smart. That's a good place to be right now. All right. Well, uh, do you have any information about where you came from? I would love any detailed information. We're heading there, by the way. I think I said that. But if you had any information that could be helpful to to us that are heading that way against all common sense. And they will go into a long exposition about six or seven months ago. There was a dragonborn that wandered in through their village. Yeah, we hate that guy. And they provided him food and shelter for the evening as he appeared to be ragged and harried. And as he left the next morning, early morning before the sun rose... A thick green cloud rose from the undercroft of the church, and then green, slimy, slug-like massive snakes began to slither out through the wells, and everywhere that they slivered, the land began to bubble or ooze this green, viscous fluid, And anybody that touched it or went near it would be stricken with some sort of unspecified plague or disease they had not seen before. And as the people and the clerics in the town tried to work on it, as they experimented with it, they also succumbed to the plague and it would cause their eyes to rot out of their skulls and their tongues and teeth to fall out of their mouths, and then they would just exhale this green gas that just filled the city in a matter of less than a month. And those that couldn't escape succumbed to this plague, and the last remaining survivors, which is this wagon of women and children and the knights and the coachmen, were only able to do so because of some benefit from some being. Um, They don't know who, very likely a god or another, probably worshipped by that town, helped a last few remaining survivors escape so they could tell anybody that their town was being plagued by, I don't know, this disease. And the name of the city is... Oh, shit, I didn't give the city a name. Oh, uh, yeah, Adlib. <laughs> Madlib it. The name of their city and their hometown is... Pornopolis. I'm going to grow a porn stash, just for effect. Tertia. Tertia. That's not the episode title, because there's no way I can spell it. T-E-R-T-I-A. That's exactly what I wrote down. Cause is I'm it really? Genius, yeah. Well done. And if you're going to Tertia, be prepared for the plague because it is not pleasant for anybody that is not immune to disease. Tertiary. Cool. Well, thank you very much for all that information. I appreciate that story. That dragonborn is is who we're after. So he's, he's a mean dude. Yeah, he's a real piece of shit. We're gonna definitely take care of his ass. So, but yeah, escape to to Eris. For sure. It's nice over there. Why? There's actually a, a town. Uh, yeah, there you go. There's actually a town not, well, I mean, I say not far that way, but you know, just keep going. You'll come across a town where we made it not so bad there. You might be able to take refuge there for a while. Eris isn't also a bad idea, but there's a town not far that way. Like I said, the way we came, we took care of some shit there. So it's it's better. It's better there. 
How can we repay you guys for saving us? I mean, the, the information was good. I mean, what what else do you think? You got any ideas? We we don't have much. Some rations, a little bit of gold, whatever family heirlooms people brought with them. We will gladly offer them to you for your assistance. I'm not greedy. No. Yeah. Um, I think we should take a long rest. Do you think? Do you have any room in the coach for us to sleep? No, no, we do not. Oh, okay. Also, they're going that way. Yeah. Yeah, but we could we could we could probably figure out a way to rest around here. Be very careful. It is much more dangerous in the dark of night than it is in the whatever this time of day is. <laughs> I was about to say what time of day is. <laughs> Can we tell? Do we know? Can I perceive what type of day it is? You could if you were in the other town where the sun exists. Hilarious. Where you could see the sunlight. I love but it. No, uh, from where you are now. Well, you could correlate. What time did you leave Sclovare? And then the 10 miles you guys got on horseback, plus the small diversion from the wind shenanigans to where you are now, another couple miles. I mean, the average human walks at three miles an hour. You guys are on horseback, though, so it's probably double that. Would a um would a short rest benefit anybody? I could mm-hmm. I could benefit slightly from a short rest. Uh, if you could, that's cool. I mean, I'd get my key back if if I spent thirty minutes meditating and then thirty minutes not doing anything strenuous. Does a short rest not help you guys out, Adele? I, it won't help me, but okay. Well, I mean, I've got plenty of key left. I'm fine. I mean, it won't give me back any fire grenades. So right. <laughs> and Martel says, no, I'm good to go. All as right. long as I've got breath in me, I will forever fight these undead. All right, well, let's, I guess let's keep going, yeah, okay. guys? Clop, 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 clop. Get back on Anos. Clop, 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 clop. Good job, Anos. Way to hang in there, buddy. I stroke him a bit. Stroke it to the east. Stroke it to the west. <laughs> stroke it to the horse that you love best? Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> a little pony play. <laughs> so you guys can make it the next... Uh, half a day to Tertia. Nice. And it you can see coming up to Tertia, there is this green haze. Your green haze, boom. Nailed it. Around the city. And there is this lingering green cloud that just hangs over the city proper. Mm-hmm. And the Martel stops, and then he looks around. To you three. What up? How well can you guys withstand or resist poisons or plagues? I'm immune to sickness. I'm immune to disease. I wish I had that spell prepared. I've got some healing potions. I am immune to disease. I mean, I do. You guys want me to just go in and take care of business and you guys wait here? I'll just bogart all the XP from this encounter. I mean, I do have greater restoration where I could cure somebody of. Any effect, including poison. Mm, my lay on hands can also cure us of poisons. I am immune to disease and poison. Nice. For real. Not like a funny mat joke. Yeah, no, just what's a uh, perfect body or whatever? You wish. Perfect body sucks balls. It's so st- purity of body. That's it, it purity of body. I knew it was P of body. Yeah, I've got timeless body as well. And at 20, I get perfect self, which sucks asshole. It's pointless. It's pointless. Fight me. Fight me, Redditors. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Perfect self. I get four key points or something. 
Give me a second. I'm immune. I'll just go in and take care of business. You guys wait here. I am not immune. I'll be back after I level up because I'm I am awesome. very much not immune. I just got to go find the altar of control, slice it in half. Then you guys can come in and clean up the mess. That's the plan. I've got a, I got, I just came up with a whole plan. Uh, if there's, is it, is there anywhere like, um, cause I, is there anywhere inside that looks like we could rest safely? I ask, like, yeah, right outside on the outside <clears throat> of the town. I ask the horses how they are with poison. And then I say, they said they're not good. Because <laughs> I have a spell that I could use to protect from poison, but I would need to take a long rest to be able to prepare it. All right, let's set up camp. That sounds like a good plan. I start popping in uh, this tent stakes, put up a tent, maybe a few tents. I say, hocus pocus. I build a log cabin. And send my drift globe up above us. Because if we had light. Vince, we'd be in the magnificent mansion enjoying a nice long sleep mm-hmm. in perfect safety. What but did we do with him? He's got bullshit ankles, is what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Nope. None of uh, none of Martel's auras protect you guys from poison or plague or disease. That's good to know. Yeah, he's got a couple auras, but... All right, guys, let's go to sleep. Oh, here. he also has cleansing touch, so yeah. Do we want to uh, sleep in shifts? Do you have to sleep, Martel asks? I do. For how long? A full night? I mean... Now, now Rico wonders, does a high-level monk have to sleep? Because he doesn't have to eat, right? I yeah. don't have to eat, but it doesn't say I don't need sleep. Oh, okay, so, so you timeless do need body to sleep. gives me my key sustains me, and I suffer none of the frailty of old age, and I can't be aged magically. I can still die of old age, however. But in addition, I no longer need food or water. Oh, okay. So nothing regarding sleep. All right, Martel says I'll take first watch. Okay, I meditate for thirty minutes and get some sleep. Yeah, I fall asleep. I'll take second watch. Oh, nice. Martel was just about to say, holy fuck, everyone went to sleep. No one volunteered for second watch. <laughs> wake, wake, me in, wake me in time for second watch. Is everybody going to rest in camp? I am yeah. going to meditate for 30 minutes and then rest. All right. Odds or evens, Rico? Wait, is it if if you win, is it bad or good? If I win, it is good. Odds. I'm going to go odds. It's bad. Unreal. No, I'm just kidding. I rolled a five. It's good. <laughs> there is nothing that happens on first watch. Dope. First watch goes through quite comfortably and peacefully. And then halfway in, Martel nudges you awake. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. My turn? Yep, your turn. Got it. And then he just lays down on the ground, armor and everything, and then begins to snore heavily. Odds or evens, Matt? Odds. Hey, it's a one. Nothing happens on second watch. Ah. It is a beautiful second watch. Everybody is able to wake up the next day unharassed, unharried, and fully rested. I got my key back. Let's go. So everybody that had a long rest can go about preparing their spells. And now that I am remembering. To prepare spells. To prepare my spells. You win. Congrats. Oh, fuck. All of my, my paladin skill deck is back in order. It'll take me forever to prepare those spells. You're out of order. No, my, the, they're all in order. Usually I would have like the level one spells, level twos, the threes, fours, and fives, but since I stopped I find you playing, a contempt. 
my my cards are all nice in order, so I'd have to go back through all of them all over again. The to whole system is out of order. <laughs> I guess I should do that now, though. Twenty spells does a level twenty paladin have? Oh, there's a player's handbook right here. There is a player's handbook right there. You're so much more organized as a DM than I am. <laughs> I just want you to know that. That doesn't mean much. In fact, that doesn't mean anything. What? I'm saying that it doesn't. What? Four ones, three two, three threes, three four, two fives. Three two. Four three 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 two. Oh, baller. Okay, I got all of Martel's spells. Paladins have a ton of purity and immunity spells, dude. Good. I'm getting some good spells ready. Spells I should have had ready last time. How do you open this, Deborah? So you guys are standing in front of Tertia, a town covered in pestilence and a noxious fog. And Martel says, I guess the only way to get in to stop whatever is in there is to just go into the town. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, uh, we have some options, though, as far as the poison goes. Um, so I could cast a spell on all of you um, that lasts an hour called Protection from Poison. Um, I do as well. Oh, nice. Let me know when yours wears off and I'll re-up. Okay, um, so it doesn't mean that they're you're totally protected. It just means that you have advantage on saving throws. I'm um, immune, so. Another uh, option we have is um, we could all have a giant feast right now. We could all have a, we could all go to Chowtown on a hero's feast and um, we'd all become immune to poison for um, the rest of our lives. 24 hours. Oh. Ooh. Do you have the food? And also, not only that, but um, we're immune to poison and being frightened. We make all wisdom saving throws with advantage. Uh, it increases our hit points maximum temporarily by uh, 2d10. <laughs> and we get the same number, number of hit points. How um, long does it take to prepare this feast? 10 minutes. Oh, that's not bad at all. No. Prepare the feast, Jelly. Okay, I do that. Prepare the feast. <laughs> so you... You prepare your feast. Rico's going to go get some cheese and crackers. I love it. <laughs> I'm imagining like a big picnic table outside What's the city. What's on the picnic table, Jelly? Let's go. D- describe our feast. Don't look at the card. Mm. Come up with the feast. So uh, a bunch of ham. Mm, yeah. A uh, bunch of like bread, like rolls. Oh, yeah. Okay. Some bread rolls. Like At least it. three different kinds, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lots of butter. Mm-hmm. Maybe some honey on the table. Why not? Salt, mm-hmm. pepper. Yeah. Potatoes. Mm-hmm. Carrots. And pies. Bacon. Mead. Mead, yeah. Yeah. Uh soup. Like um like traveler stew. Sure. Um uh fish also. Oh, There's yeah. a giant like like a like a giant like shark. Like a dead nice. shark. <laughs> I love it. Cooked though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Delicious. Um Oh, a squid also. Okay. And then right. um and then a bunch of like, uh, there's a cornucopia too in the middle. It's like, you know, like what we th- typically think of as like fall vegetables, like pumpkin, squash. Sure. I dig in. Lots of grapes. And then I, I pick up like one of the grapes, like grapevines and eat it like the Romans, like this. Oh, yeah. So. Nice. Um, yeah. Cool. I go to Chowtown. 
I think we all go to Chowtown because that sounds like a hell of a feast. A hell of a feast. And that does what again? So we're all immune to poison for 24 hours. Nice. We're cured of all diseases. Um, we're also immune to being frightened, and we have advantage on all wisdom saving throws. Oh, and we also get 2d10 more, uh, 2d10 added to our max HP for 24 hours. Yeah. And our HP goes up to that, so. Yeah, who rolls it? You? Roll up that 2d10. It doesn't actually say if I roll or we all roll. I don't know. What do you think? Doesn't it say we all get it? You roll, Def. On the 2d10, how many more HPs do we get? Do a better roll (laughs) than you usually do, though. (laughs) Maybe can I roll your dice? Yes, do 2d10s. What's a d10 look like? It's Top. the 10-sided one. A decahedron? I Instead no of a idea. dodecahedron? Oh, I just rolled a 10. Nice! It's a good start. Go. Five. So we have 15. Each, yep. 15 I'll HPs. I'll take it. Plus 15 HPs for everybody. Let's see. So I'm at 117 temporarily. Jelly hookup. Got it. I got 100 million HP now. Because I can't do math and who's going to stop me? Nailed it. So you probably don't need to cast immunity... To- or from poison right now, nope, right? We're, yeah, because we're going to be immune. Right. Yeah. I chow down. That was a great idea. Some buttered breads, toasteds, you know, entrails. Let's go. I've always wanted to cast that spell, but it just seemed like there was never a good reason this to was until a now. Good Now's good a good time job. to do so. Perfect. Perfect time. So everybody is full of meats and breads and fruits and seafood. Throw one of those grenades into town just for good measure. And you can very safely walk into Tertia as you are now all immune to the noxious poison in the air. I do that. I walk into Tertia. Leave leave the horses out. Leave the horses behind. Uh, You know, hopefully we can make this town nice and bring them in and feed them again. Uh, Karga says he'll stay out with uh, the horses and keep them safe. I love that. I give him I give him a look like good job. He's just going to eat the you. remainder, the remaining food yeah. on the table of the heroes. He's, That's great. Don't eat the horses. Well, I don't need to now. There's this yeah. whole feast in front of me. No, I know. I give him the look. <laughs> and he looks back and nods his head and <laughs> goes Thank back you. to eating. You know, you know cargo well enough. <laughs> Protect the horses. All right, heading into town. What up, town? See anything and- cool? I look around. I use my eyeballs. Make a perception check. No, I'm just kidding. For their intended purpose. I'm just kidding. You don't have to make a perception roll. As you get into town, the green gas gets a little bit thicker. Oh, yeah. Sexy. And it smells Uh, awful. Yeah, what's it smell like? Rotten chicken? Have you ever experienced the smell of an open wound with decayed flesh on the inside. Yeah, of course I have. That was like pustuous and not healing properly. Yeah, it's not good. That's what it smells like in Tertia. Humans are the worst smell, turns out. And that smell just... It's such a strong smell, you can almost taste the smell of of this rot and this plague. I've got Zatoichi manifested. Is he into this? Is he just having a problem with it? Fucking best time of his life? He doesn't have an issue with it. It doesn't seem to be affecting him at all. But as you're walking through the town, you can see people that have succumbed to this plague. You see bloated corpses that have 
like large pustule bubbles on their arms. Their uh, stomachs are distended. A lot of people have their eyes have rotted. You see maggots crawling in and out of their where their noses noses would be. Yeah, I'm not going to punch any of them. Off. But I feel like they might be beyond saving. So we should probably It does not appear that there is anybody else living in this town that could not uh, escape. Fool me once. <laughs> And it is, and the the corpses are just littered throughout yeah. the town. Some, like, died holding their children, trying to escape the plague. Others have fallen over into horses' troughs. Um, there are little slithering green slug-like snake creatures with oozing liquid coming out of their mouths, leaving dark green trails of this plague juice in their wake. As I'm seeing this, I get really angry at the necromancer. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up here. It, Tertia has uh, 100% succumbed to whatever plague has hit them. And I'm just thinking like, ooh, this necromancer, when I get to you, you're going to pay for what you've done. to. The- Can we see the church from where we're at? You can see the outline of the church, but you cannot see the church proper. Is it from because all the there's green too much? disgustingness? Yeah, from from the green thick haze. But we know in um, which direction to head. Yeah. Uh, what I'd like to do, um, I would like to cast Windwall. Underwall. Uh, it's called Windwall, and it has a um, it has a range of uh, save your spell slot. It's not going to work. Oh, okay. Save it. Darn! I was hoping to disperse the the gas. You'll have to eat the gas. And Martel looks left and right, and a look of disgust and rage come over him. Yeah, let's go. As he now has only one goal in mind, and that's to get into the church or under the church to find out whatever is causing this. Is he going to take off? He is going to run off into the thick haze of green fog. I'm chaotic now. Let's go. I'm following. Because he's heading towards the church. That's where we're going. Let's get it. Get it cracking. Burst through the doors. Those of you who did not chase after Martel, you can hear grunting and groaning. Hell yeah. Whatever front lines of defense that you can see, Matt. Yeah. You can see these walking, plague-bearing, half-withered corpses that are spewing out this fog from their mouth and the liquid from their eyes. Gross. And Martel, now immune to poison, um, is just going crazy. These aren't hard. These would normally be hard fights. You guys would normally be making constitution saves every single action. (laughs) But there was a hero's feast making you guys immune to poison. That was a great idea. So this combat isn't going to be very difficult for you guys. We're not going to roll. It can be all story and exposition I love because it. you don't have to make constitution saves. But these are the best to ever do it. Half withered bodies that would be spewing plague and disease on you guys that you yeah. are now immune to. So you two hear Martel thudding shield and cudgel into bodies and you can hear the squish of bone and head under his cudgel bonehead ari you can get up there with him and very likely will follow suit and start 
um, waylaying into these bile spewers. Yeah, crush That's what I'm going to call them, bile spewers. Bile spewers. Cool Writing it down. You should write it down too, Deborah's Diaries. Bile spewers. Don't tell me what to do. Yeah, All don't right. tell her what to do. That's fine, but bile spewers is gold. That's what they are now. They're not zombies. They're bile spewers. These ones are bile spewers. They're infected yeah. grossnesses. That hero's feast is dope. Mm-hmm. Made the entire town encounter pretty fucking easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ready? Here we go. Here we go. Murder them all. Boom. Let me roll for murder them all. <laughs> Nat 20. Nailed it. No, just kidding. <laughs> Rolled a 16, though, so. I don't think he has to detect so. poison. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yep. You're blinded by the amount of poison. Um, I don't run after them, but I just like continue in the direction that Ari and Martel went. It doesn't take you long to get there. You can see a pile of corpses with their heads smashed in and another pile of corpses with their head cleaned off of their shoulders. The ones missing their heads have this green liquid dripping out of their neck and spurting out like they had a beating heart. Dope. Every time your heart beats and you've been decapitated, there's a little spurt of blood. Oh, this isn't blood. This is just whatever this toxin is. And Ari and Martel are covered in it. Mm, sexy. So are there any like still standing up? There are some crawling away that Martel and Ari didn't either smash in half or punch their heads off of. You want to get some You XP? can easily go get a nice coup de craw on the crawling ones. I go over and I just like swing my war hammer to like smash their heads. And there is a smash sickening head squishing sound as you lop heads off and explode them like... I guess watermelons under a vice. We're all chaotic evil now. No, you're not. Is these these are clearly not humans anymore. These are these not are until we kill the are there ultra any control. are there any left? Yeah, there's a couple left. You want to go get your yeah, get, get your claws XP. dirty? Yeah, I'd like to uh, use my Hephaestus, the Wanbo Hephaestus made for me. Oh, pick them off. Yeah, that does the bludgeoning and piercing damage. Yeah, pick them off. So so yeah. From the th- thick fog behind you guys. You hear the whistle of arrows whip by you and plug into corpses that were like trying to crawl away or walk away. A couple get hit between the eyes. The arrow goes clean through their skull and their brains begin to pour out of (laughs) the cavity created and just fall over dead on their knees. Delicious brain porridge. And as they die, they stop exhaling this noxious cloud, but their blood still is this green ooze that the little slug-like snakes are leaving trails. And as Martel walks his way to the church door, he's like in his heavily armored, big, massive dragonborn feet. He's like stepping on these snake-like slugs or slug-like snakes. We'll go slug-like snakes. Slug-like snakes. And uh, I mean, they, they pose no threat. They're, they're, they don't spit acid or latch on to anything. They're not like leeches or anything. They were just spreaders of the plague. Yeah, they just suck balls. Yeah, they, they, they're pretty easy kills. They're just obnoxious. I also step on them. Get- and then Martel gets up to the door of the church, and he goes to kick it open. Uh-huh. Is uh-huh. unsuccessful in kicking it open and by himself. He says, Ari, 
I need a hand. You got it, boss. I come up and at the bo bo bo. And then he goes to kick the door. Do you kick the door with him or do you punch the door? I punch the door while he kicks it. And as he <sighs> kicks the door and you punch the door, the door splinters and shatters inward. What up, bitches? And as the door splinters and shatters, there is a lo- there's a thicker, larger fog that comes out at you guys, which would have plagued all of you but <laughs> heroes feast so um no no negative side effects there and then you hear a low laughing like echo from back towards the back of the church but right. down low Ooh. like coming from the undercroft yeah and it's a it's a large billowing laugh the sex dungeon yeah sure and as the laugh resonates resonates around the hall of the church, more of the green gas just billows out from the undercroft of the church. And you guys now have one direction directly to go. Um, there would be more of those bile spewers, but you guys would suffer no real difficulty um, dealing with them because Charge of Hero's forward. Feast. And you guys get ready to enter the undercroft where we will find out on the next episode of Some Would Play how your encounter with the Plague Lord of Tertia goes. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hope you're enjoying the story as much as I am telling it. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to Some Would Play, a production of the Outsanity Network. Join us again next week as the story continues. Find us online at www.somewouldplay.com and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Some Would Play. Deborah is at Sonia Taki. Rico is at R1C0. Daphne is at Dafterthought. And I am Psychedelic M. If you enjoy the show, please tell your friends and share it with others. And remember, in real life, you needn't roll for initiative, so just seize it.